Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slim Cogcast, and it is our Slim Cognito. First thing I want to tell you about is what I've been watching this week. Um, honestly, I have not been able to catch up on a lot. I'm behind on Rick and Morty, My Hero Academia, and among other things, like two Marvel movies, I believe, at this point. But I will get caught up. We've just been getting so deep into the streaming community and Twitch and having a grand old time. And I think that that's been amazing. We've been doing like, bro, my last session of Disco Elysium, Saturday night, was a 13-hour stream. Even like a few days before that, I did a 12-hour stream. So it's just a lot. But we were gearing toward finishing up Disco so we can get into the Metroid month, which is all month this month of August. Started already on August 1st. You can go ahead and see the VOD over on Twitch. It will eventually be uploaded to YouTube. And boy, when I tell you, the first one we started off with was Zero Mission. We blew through it at under three hours. And it was good. It was a good time having fun. I made some real risque moves, did some uh, some light sequence breaking, you know, but I, I tried my best to play the game by, you know, the confines of what it was intended. And people had a good time watching. So I advise you to go ahead and check that out if it sounds good to you. And on top of all of that, I've also still been moonlighting playing on Control. I haven't beaten it just yet, but I am pretty close to the end, it feels like. And I can't really put much time into it because I'm busy. But also, aside from being busy, there's just other things to do. And I mean, not to mention, I think I've explained ad nauseum how I feel about control in the last two episodes. So let's move forward. Now, another thing that I've noticed is I haven't decided really what we'll be streaming on Tuesday. It's going to be a toss up between Metroid... Return of Samus for the 3DS or another Metroid 2 remake. And either we will flip a coin on stream or we'll find some interesting way to make this happen. We'll find out how to choose between the two. Otherwise, we got a whole day to figure it out. Now, next thing is, I want to talk about this upcoming Apex season real quick. Uh, this new character, Seer, looks very interesting. All of his abilities look super good um in some sense it seems like it takes a lot of precision and i guess you could say skill to make sure that he's useful so he may be just as sweaty as wraith and that's gonna shake up some pick rates and some meta real hard maybe and let's hope he does because it's been kind of stagnant and i'm tired of having to go octane bloodhound or Revenant just to make sure that I can counter maybe 80% of the bullshit that I will encounter. Anywho, moving on, let's just jump into the news because we ain't got time to waste, y'all, okay? Let's, let's jump right in. Um, first thing on the docket is over on PCGamer.com, Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters review bombed on Metacritic. No, it's not because of the font. Although the font is not good. It's literally atrocious. It's not great. But the thing about this is uh, Square Enix decided it would be a good idea to release the classic Final Fantasy titles aside from just leaving them trapped on the iOS and Android devices and bring them on over to PC and other console platforms. Now, the thing about this is they are kind of sprite demakes 
and they are not what those would expect to be the original versions of these games for say when there were already remakes of these existing games because final fantasy 3 was once on the ds now the thing was it three i think that was three yeah so here's the thing there's a lot of people up in arms going crazy about this when literally they just they knew what this was gonna be and they're still mad about it um of course square enix should have done better so they are justified they're justified in their anger and these people should be complaining. Square Enix should be giving them something that is, let's say, up to par with the hardware than they're, that they're being offered on. But um, I say that we should let more of the Final Fantasy veterans uh, weigh in on this. Because I just got into the series around 2012-2013. And since then, I've been, I played maybe, what, six different, seven different Final Fantasy games? I've done Crisis Core, seven, eight nine ten one six so yeah i've done seven final fantasy games no 15 gotta make eight but um yeah this is in in my opinion it's not something i would have purchased even if it was on ios and i wouldn't care if it's on current platforms and if it's pc that people are complaining about we already know they got many options aside from just the official market so let's just leave it at that but um, I do feel bad for those who are on console and wanted to play those classics again. Now, moving on to the next thing on the docket, NintendoLife.com. The NVIDIA Shield shutting down Nintendo Wii game downloads in China. There was an NVIDIA Shield revision specifically made for China to sell, that made a deal with Tegra to sell Nintendo titles from the Wii, meaning like Punch-Out, Super Mario Bros. Wii, and Donkey Kong Country Returns at a 1080p HD resolution and it was exclusive only to China and now it's recently going to be shut down so you cannot download Nintendo titles any longer on Nvidia Shield and uh, that's only in China I don't really have a horse in this race and can't really get mad but I don't really see the issue in allowing this deal to go on it's, it's more to it than we don't know so honestly let's just move on but that sucks for china and i feel like the the one thing i will say about this i feel like this is a move from china and tencent one of the biggest things that tencent's been doing lately that's been so scary is they're forcing people within china to play on mobile because they own a huge chunk of the mobile market and they make a ridiculous amount of money from mobile games and mobas on mobile from microtransactions they make a ridiculous amount so much that they have amassed the wealth to be able to purchase all of these companies and keep making these different games to the point where pokemon unite is now the one of the more popular mobas right now and it's literal trash because people can just pay to win they the they're these equipable items on each one each pokemon that you play before you start the game and these equipable items can be upgraded using the in-game currency that in-game currency can be purchased with real world currency of course shocker and the thing about these microtransactions is you can upgrade these equipables but there's no cap on the stats Therefore, you could just keep increasing the damage bonus, increasing the damage bonus to ridiculous levels. Go ahead and check out the video by Moist Critical. You will see that there is a ridiculous amount of damage when you come from upgrading these things to an absurd degree and just do one shot people, three shot them.
in the early game and in the late game. It's not good and it doesn't look fun, but everybody enjoys what they want to enjoy. And since it's free to play, hopefully the majority of the people who play it will be kids who like Pokemon and don't have much money to spend. Let's just hope that. Or at least there's some type of matchmaking algorithm priority that keeps pay-to-win people away from the free-to-plays. Anywho's, next on the docket at IGN.com, Capcom is asking players if they want a new Ace Attorney game upon the release of this latest title, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, that's finally made it to U.S. and was localized. Great Ace Attorney Chronicles has sparked Capcom to do a little probing from the fans and their consumers. So they want to know from an official website survey on their website where you could literally fill them in on what platform you purchased the game from and if you would be willing to buy more Ace Attorney games. And basically this is time to put your money where your mouth is. Y'all love to sign petitions and shit when something go wrong? Get your ass up and go sign this damn survey and tell them that you want some more Ace Attorney. Alright? There's no fucking excuse. Y'all can pony up and do whatever. All you gotta do is click, click, click a few boxes and submit and go on about the rest of your damn day and eventually get your Ace Attorney game in the future. Don't fuck this up. Alright? Just go do it. Next thing on the docket over at Polygon.com, Call of Duty, The Last of Us, and PlayStation veterans from form a new independent AAA studio named That's No Moon. The team will focus on making story-driven single-player games. All right, there's not much more to say here. This is basically just, you know, bust and headshots of the people who are included, CEOs from these old places and whatnot who have come together. There's no mention about any of the games they're going to develop. So I don't give a damn at this point. You know, it's nice to see that they have come together to do such a thing. I think we've reported on this before in the past, but now it, it has come to fruition. It is official. And being that it's independent AAA, that would mean that they have amassed a certain amount of money into this company to do and perform things on a AAA level of development based on funding. Yet they don't have to answer to a publisher. And this is going to be great. Can't wait to see what they churn out. Next thing on the docket, Overclocked, Overclocked 3D. Sony confirms that they will be working with Nixus software on new PlayStation to PC ports. We've been hearing rumblings about PlayStation making more ports of their first party games to PC. The PC market has grown significantly thanks to the pandemic and beforehand. It was still growing significantly. And now because of that, there's even more incentive to make sure that your titles are playable on PC. And it's a ridiculous amount of people who are actually transitioning or just choosing to have their favorite console and a PC on the side. And usually that's the best way to go. So here we are. Just They're just stating that they're working with these people to get these games on to the platform. Not much else to say here. It's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. So yeah, that's everything we have. And I thank y'all for coming out. Now... Don't forget to check out everything that is available to you from the Twitch channel over to the Spotify morning streams. Don't forget that this podcast is available every Monday morning. Audio versions can be found on streaming platforms from Spotify to Google and Apple Podcasts. You can also see this video version like this one every Monday evening, evening excuse me, at 6 p.m. Central. 
And don't forget the channel motto. Intentions are the most important. Actions ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean a damn thing. Take care of yourselves out there. All month long, this August is Metroid month. It's the month of Metroid. M-O-M. Mom. Hug your mothers. Tell them you love them. They're great people. And don't forget to tune in to the Twitch channel. We're going to be doing nothing but Metroid games all month. If we have enough time, we will transition over to the Metroid Prime titles. And if we even get through with those then there might be a little room for some other side Metroidvanias that were inspired by the series. So, with all that being said, y'all take care of yourselves. And peace.